You are listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode 42. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hey there, this is Jen Hemphill. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Recently, one of our listeners named Brittany left a comment over on the show notes on how she loved episode 38 and how she listened to it on her run. So I know, granted, that with podcasts, you can listen to them everywhere, but it just struck my curiosity as to what is the most common place that you listen to this podcast? Is it on your way to work, doing some household stuff? I would absolutely love to know. And you can hop over to our free Facebook community uh, on Facebook. You can send me an email or you can leave me a comment on the show notes. That would just be awesome just to know. Also, if you are tired of trying to what seems to be just about everything with your finances, but nothing seems to stick or work, I really invite you to try out our Fearless Money Sisterhood for one full month for just $1. And you can do that at jenhemphill.com for slash podcast dollar trial. All the details and everything on getting you signed up is all right there. So let's talk about today's topic and why I wanted to cover this. Back in episode 40, so two episodes ago, we talked about impulse spending and we talked about some tips on how to help minimize this. So if you haven't listened to episode 40, I definitely encourage you to listen to that episode. Now there's another side. So there's the impulse spending, the part that ourselves, something inside us triggers us to make a purchase. Now there's the other side. There's another dynamic that we didn't cover in that episode because it really needed a whole episode in itself, in my opinion. And that is how different businesses market to us because that's another part. Them marketing to us, they market market to us via um, through emotion and other things to Uh, get us to buy because they spend big dollars on doing that. And that's another part that triggers triggers us to make a purchase. So one part is us within us, what triggers within us. And the other triggers come from outside, from those businesses, from the advertisements that you see. So this episode is really not about how to do this or what you should do, but rather I'm just going to give you some information for just awareness. So that way the next time that you are uh, at the mall, at the grocery store, you are aware of these uh, tactics or these uh, ways that they do this. So that way you say, oh, you kind of, you catch that in action and that will help also minimize the extra spending that you may want to do. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the crazy spending power that we as women have that will literally make your head spin. I'm also going to share with you three different ways that we are marketed to and why it matters. And 
I'm going to go off on a small rant, uh, specifically on Kohl's, Target, and Amazon. So you don't want to miss that one. Before I do that, I wanted to give a quick shout out to one of our Her Money Matters members. Her name is Irene, and she's all the way in the UK. And I have to share with you, Irene is just pure joy. Uh, She's super supportive. She's not afraid to share even some of her fears. She's friendly, and I really love her willingness to just jump in the group not necessarily knowing anyone, and engaging, being supportive, cheering people on. So Irene, I really appreciate you in our group and what you've brought to the group. So I just wanted to share that with you. Now for today's show, let's talk about, uh, to start off with, let's talk about some statistics on women and their spending power. Did you know that women account for 85% of all consumer purchases. So that includes everything from cars to healthcare. And granted, you probably thought, you know, this probably doesn't surprise you as far as it's a, a, a significant amount, right? But what's really interesting uh, for me is just some of the breakdowns. And I'm not going to give you all of them because I don't want to con- I don't want this podcast just to be on reading some stats. But what I found interesting was the purchases of new cars. Uh, women were ac- accounted for 65%. So I thought that was interesting because I thought maybe it would be lower, but it's not. And the other one that I thought was interesting was PC. So computers, 66%. But, um, of course, food was in the 90, 93%. And one that was surprising, the total online spending by women was 58%. And I thought it was going to be higher. So that was, that was interesting. And in America, it's estimated that women, the spending power of women is in between $5 trillion to $15 trillion annually. That's a little bit of money right there. So this is why when big brands, when big businesses, they do a lot of research because they're not just going to pay a lot of money for advertisement without doing their doing their research, without doing their due diligence. So they, this is a part of their research and this is a part of why they spend so much money marketing specifically to women because they know that women account for five, between anywhere between 5 trillion to 15 trillion of spending power annually that's a lot of money so if they put a lot of money towards this advertisement and marketing towards women and those ads are effective that, that marketing is effective that means they're making some money right? And that's essentially what they're there to do. They're there for you to take out your pocketbook, your purse, take out the card, take out your cash, hand it over to them so they can make their money, right? They're in business to make money. So we are marketed to, there's three ways that stood out to me on how we're marketed to. And I'm sure there's other ways, 
but I am no expert here. I just wanted to share the ones that uh, stuck, stood out for me. So one way that we are well aware of are different pricing models. So there's discounts, for example, when things go out of season. So each time Christmas is over, all the lights, all the decorations, they have huge discounts on those. Uh, anything that's seasonal, right? There's also um, pricing models where it's three, you buy three items for a certain price, right? That's another pricing model. There's more pricing models that I'm not going to get into, but that is just one way. The pricing model is definitely a way of how we're marketed to because maybe you've seen multiple items for a certain price triggers your urge to buy, right? So that is, it's just important to know. Another way is using psychology, right? Um, Brands and businesses, they're not going to, like, for example, Apple is not going to sell you uh, a laptop, let's say a MacBook Pro, uh, just uh, based on using words, oh, it's got, I don't know how much memory, and obviously I'm not a computer pro, so I'm obviously not not using the correct lingo, Uh, but rather they're going to uh, sell it to you in a way that matters to you. So maybe the ease of uh, of use, uh, how easy it is to use. Maybe it's how light, well, it's a MacBook Pro, so I think it's a little heavier. Uh, they'll use words that are more based on emotion, maybe how it might make your life easier, all those different things. So they market to you based on emotion. Uh, other companies will highlight their own flaws. So it's a way to raise their credibility. So they'll highlight a flaw and then show you how they solve it. They also reposition competition, right? So for example, GIF is a great example. You've heard that saying, choosy moms choose GIF. And who doesn't want to be a non-choosy mom? You want to be a part of that choosy mom. So therefore, if you are a choosy mom, you choose GIF. So it just re- repositions how they should. you should buy from them. Others promote exclusivity. So American Express, they say membership has its privileges. The U.S. Marines talk about the few and the proud, right? Uh, in another way that they use psychology to market to you is fear, doubt, uncertainty. And a huge, I think a great example of that is the campaign that's going on right now for the presidential election. Another way to market that I really found fascinating that I knew a little bit about because you see the for sale signs in red. So you know that has something (laughs) to do with it. But I really... Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Found it fascinating. So some of the stats, and I won't read you all of them, but it shows that almost 85% of consumers say that color is the primary reason they buy a particular product. So it makes you think, it makes you wonder when you purchase an item, was it because of the color? (laughs) Is it mainly because of that? Or maybe the color added uh, something 
that triggered you, you to hit, you know, to take out that wallet, to take and purchase that item. So I thought that was interesting, but even more interesting is the breakdown of the different colors. And so I'll be sure to sh uh, share links to these different articles that I found that I thought were pretty good uh, that you can take a look at. So in this one particular article, they showed they broke out, broke down the buyer by an impulse buy, uh, an impulse shopper, frugal shoppers, and traditional shoppers. Okay, and so with impulse shoppers, they use the colors red of red, orange, black, and royal blue. And then for frugal shoppers, they use navy and teal. And then for traditional buyers, they use pink, sky blue, and rose. Really, next time, I challenge you, next time that you go shopping and you find you, you know, yourself buying something, take a look at the colors and see if that aligns to what you consider yourself to be, whether an impulse shopper or maybe, especially if that particular purchase was an impulse, take a look at what color, uh, whether the signage was... Uh, on the particular item, just take a look, and that that would be an interesting interesting thing to notice. So I, those are the what I wanted to share with you because just being aware of those things can help you and minimize that extra spending, uh, especially if you're know oh they're using this red orange and I'm an impulse shopper and they're using that because they know. If I'm an impulse shopper, I'm going to purchase this. So just some interesting information. Again, I'll leave you all those links in the show notes if you want to dig deeper on that. So on my small rant, oh my goodness. So on Kohl's, I wanted to talk about Kohl's, the Kohl's cash. You go to Kohl's, they have certain days. Uh, or certain time periods where if you go purchase, you get some Kohl's cash back, right? What I don't like is how quickly, of course, their incentive is they give you some money for you to go back and per make some purchases, which makes complete sense, but they, it expires really quickly. So I've never, for what I thought, I thought I, it just came to my brain that a smart way to use a Kohl's cash is instead of going to Kohl's, making all your purchases that you are planning on making, plan it out where you only make a certain number of purchases enough to get this Kohl's cash and you can use that $10 or whatever it is towards your next purchase. Because I never seem to think that far ahead, but just some food for thought there. And the other portion is if you're a Kohl's card holder, you get a flyer every so often. And it has this, it used to be a scratch off and now it's just a peel, or maybe it's always been a peel sticker uh, where you peel off to, and it'll reveal what kind of discount you're going to get for next time that you enter the store in between those time frames and between those dates. But what I found out recently is that let's say that week, everybody gets that same discount. So it's just another way of them keeping you a suspense as to how much, how much of a discount, but it drives me nuts. <laughs> it drives me nuts now, now that I know that everybody is going to get 20% that week, right? Drives me absolutely nuts. Target, 
what gets on my nerves in Target as much as I love you, Target, is you're at the register, you're per- making your purchase, they give you re- your receipt, and in the receipt comes out a coupon for something that you just bought. Of course, it's intended for you to use when you come back again so you can buy that uh, buy that item, but it makes no sense to me. Or it just drives me absolutely nuts where I could have used it for that particular coupon. I want the savings now. I don't want it tomorrow, right? That's how I feel anyway. So that's one that drives me nuts. And the other part, it, it happens that it happens at Target and it happens at many stores is the signs of, let's say, two, this is on, you know, this is two for $5 and it gets your attention because you want, you have that fear of missing out, right? So you go because it's something that you usually buy, let's say, and then you're all excited and then you, you realize it's not a sale. It's normally two for, uh, it's normally two, uh, each item is 250 each, but it gets your attention. That's another way that they catch their attention. They do everything to uh, see if they can trigger your, for you to take your wallet out. And Amazon. I do love shopping on Amazon, but there's some things that drive me nuts on Amazon. One is I notice, yeah, some things that let's say I go back and buy again, you cannot take that item for granted, that price. So what you do, what I have have been doing is instead of saying, hey, I'm going to repurchase, because usually what I'll do is I'll go to past orders, I'll take a look at the item that I want. And naturally, the easiest thing to do is to say reorder, right? You want to reorder that item, but you don't want to take for granted that that item is the cheapest price. So you, what you want to do is you want to put whatever item that is in that search bar and see if you find that item less expensive or if it hasn't changed in price because since Amazon deals with all these different merchants, doesn't mean that all their prices are going to be the same or that they don't fluctuate. They fluctuate a whole lot. Uh, so definitely, um, because that drives me nuts. I wish I could just hit reorder, but I've learned the hard way that I've paid more for an item when I could have bought it for less. And the other thing that drives me nuts on Amazon is you make your purchases, you go to checkout, and being a Prime member, you get free shipping, even though you pay a membership, but it's worth the money, in my in my opinion, especially if you do a lot of shopping with Amazon because you save a lot of money on shipping. But anyway, so you'd go to the checkout. They know you're a Prime member, but how do they automatically automatically check the the shipping charge? Meaning they'll do like next day shipping, it's $10, $20, whatever it is, versus automatically putting you in the free shipping. It makes no sense. So be careful with that. I haven't happened to me because I fortunately I catch it, but if you're in a hurry, because Amazon is it gives you that ability to do uh, shop and it's convenient, right? So sometimes you want to just hurry up and click the buttons and make the purchase. Just don't do that because I have found that to be really annoying. I have to go and switch um, 
the shipping. And if you have any tips on that, if maybe it's something I'm doing wrong on my side, let me know because it just automatically uh, checks the shipping that you have to charge for or that you have to pay for. So anyways, so that are, those are my rants. So I don't know if you have experienced the same frustrations uh, with those particular uh, businesses, but I just wanted to share that with you. I feel better now. So for a recap, today we talked about the crazy spending power we have as women. Uh, and we talked about three different ways that we are marketed to and why it matters. And why it matters is because it allows you to be aware and it can help you minimize that extra spending that maybe you don't need to be doing. I also shared with you my small rant on Kohl's, Target, and Amazon, some of the places that I most frequently shop at. And if you have a similar rant to mine, share it, please, (laughs) because I'd love to hear what it is, because I'm sure there's other things uh, that happen uh, that are annoying as well. So definitely be sure to share uh, with us in the comments on the show notes or hop on over to our Facebook group and share away. So that is it for today. Don't forget that if you are sick and tired of trying everything, but nothing seems to work, or just nothing seems to stick with of what you're doing, take the Fearless Money Sisterhood for a spin. It's only a dollar for a full month. If you don't like it, you can cancel it. You owe it to yourself to at least try. So you can get all those details and more at jenhempill.com forward slash podcast dollar trial. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show today. You can check out the show notes and all the links uh, from the different, uh, the stats and all that at jenhempill.com forward slash 40. So you can refer to everything that you need to know, or if you want to check out more on the show. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you again next Thursday. Thursday.